Hi everyone, it's Sloan Rhodes with your Spiritual Self Mastery class for the week of July 15th, 2018. I hope everyone's doing well. Today I'm going to be drawing one card from the Magical Unicorns by Doreen Virtue as the overarching theme for the week. It just seemed like a fun deck to choose today. And then I'm choosing from the Tarot of the New Vision three cards so we can look at what's going on behind the scenes based on the ego, the heart, and what we can look forward to regardless. So. If you are new to this class, uh, we work on identifying the ego, the egoic energies, as well as the heart-centered energies, so that you can recognize them more easily when they come into your lives in terms of the ego specifically, because the ego has a lot of uh, weight and the ability to distract us from more joy, more peace, more happiness that comes with um, dropping into the heart space. And if you are alive on the planet, <laughs> In the human form, you have an ego and you have experienced how painful and distracting and worrisome those energies can be. So let's go ahead and get started. Because the reason I do this work and I'm drawn to this work is because not only has the ego run amok in my own life, you know, uh, as I've expanded and awakened more, um, but as you expand and as you awaken, the ego often comes in very strongly. Um, because it tries to keep us in a familiar pattern of fear and, fear and anxiety. And so one of the things I've noticed with myself, with my own clients, with my loved ones, is that whenever there is an awakening, an opening, a desire to create change that feels more in alignment with what we are perceiving as our sense of purpose in the world, the egoic energies can come in very, very strongly and um, they feel very, very real and um, usually are cause us to contract uh, more um, right at a pivotal moment when we are being asked to expand outward more. So this is why, one of the reasons I'll say, that uh, I'm interested in this work and helping others to identify it, um, the ego and the heart energies, so that uh, you have less suffering and you can move into joy and happiness more easily, more often. So let's just go ahead and get started. Okay, here we go. Finish what you've started. You've started something important and now it's time to complete it. There is quite a bit of energy right now around this idea of wrapping up, um, addressing things that have been in the past. We are going into uh, a retrograde period with Mercury. <laughs> uh, and addressing what was in the past and having it, being able to finish it, you know, to, to end it in some form. Finish what you've started. You've started something important and now it's time to complete it. Let's go ahead and get some additional cards. I'm only going to get upright um, in this deck. I feel like in some ways it may have been something that something that was ended prematurely because I'm really drawn to the, the sort of juvenile essence of this unicorn. It's not necessarily a child and it's not necessarily an adult in the way I'm feeling about it. It's more like it's in that kind of teenage state. So it may have been something that never really got a chance to get started. And now you're able to address it um, and move on from it or end it, depending on uh, transition out of it into something else here. So it may be something that returns during this week um, or something that's just been lingering in kind of this uh, in-between world kind of thing. And you're able to 
this week there's a big push on, again, transition, endings, this kind of thing. But let's get some additional cards. So the ego may try to distract us with what? And this is for all astrological signs. Okay, so the Emperor. The heart asks that we explore further the Seven of Cups. What we can look forward to regardless is the Queen of Wands. We have the Nine of Pentacles under the deck. Again, in this deck, they're looking at what's going on behind the scenes. So here we have review her back. This is under the deck. All right, so the ego may try to distract us with the emperor energy. Now again, we're looking at behind the throne and I'm really drawn to the turtle. And the fact that we have a number seven, and if you watched or listened to the reading last week, just a reminder that all readings are available on the podcast, on the audio podcast, so you can listen to them as well as watch them here on the YouTube channel. Um, and so anyway, so I'm drawn to what we talked about last week, or what I talked about last week, which was the idea of seven and the, the seeming delays and the mysticality of the number seven. That's what the heart is asking we explore further. And so I'm thinking about it because of this turtle. <laughs> Uh, this tortoise and the idea of you know the tortoise being uh, very slow moving energy in terms of the egoic energy's focus so the i feel like the ego may try to distract us once again with how slowly things seem to be moving and how immovable an individual may seem that there may be some blockage and you can't quite get through and it's almost like you want to give up like the turtle or the tortoise is just like almost like he's he or she's just turned around going, you know what, I can't, this is, this structure is immovable. So it may be uh, that this week, as the egoic energy comes in in the form of this tortoise, this um, facade that is seemingly impermeable, um, this huge obstacle or an individual showing up as someone who has turned their back, they don't seem to be reachable. And the ego might may try to distract you with this, like, I can't, I can never break through. This person's never going to budge an inch. Now, whenever the ego can keep us in this state of someone else or something else holding power over us, over our sense of peace and serenity, then the ego has top billing. The ego is, you know, it's running the show. So remind yourself that <laughs> what appears to be an obstacle it's just that. It appears to be. I mean, there's room around, but the tortoise is kind of like saying, nope, you know, uh, can't get through. And I will say it this way because it's showing up as I view it through the screen here, that um, the tortoise may also seem be, be guarding someone who's not quite ready. You know, you can kind of see it like that way. Like he's facing, protecting from the back. So it may be that if there's an individual involved, this individual needs more time. They're just not quite ready. Slow-moving energy. So going back to the message, regardless of whether the tortoise is trying to protect an individual or the tortoise is just giving up on an individual, same energy. Somehow, some someone or something holds 
our sense of peace and happiness and serenity uh, instead of us holding it for ourselves. So that's how the ego may try to distract us. You know, here you are wanting to finish things up. You know, finish what you started. All right, I'm ready. And now i got to wait for someone else. And this person's not giving me the joy, you know, by engaging with me possibly in some way. Or they won't budge, they won't budge, and, and now I'm, what am I supposed to do, you know? So there's this idea of giving up. But remember that giving up in terms of a spiritual perspective is um, one of the ways in which surrender may feel. <laughs> you know, sometimes we think of giving up as defeat, but you can, you know, that's more of an egoic energy. But when you think about surrendering, being allowing, that is a version of what we would call surrender in some ways. It doesn't always feel good. It's a different kind of energy because it's more in the ego, in the egoic energy, in the ego. Um, so what I'm trying to say here is what may feel like an obstacle is just another opportunity to surrender, to allow things to be as they are without the fear and the worry that somehow if they don't give me, if they don't connect with me, or if they don't do something, if they don't turn around, if this emperor energy doesn't turn around and face me, that I can never find my peace and my happiness and my joy. You know this is not true. Um, you can find peace, joy, and happiness and serenity right here and right now. You take a breath, remembering that all things are possible, and that that person doesn't hold anything for you. You hold it for yourself. They reflect back aspects of yourself that you're here to work on. So no one ever holds that for you. It's just our ego identifies it as something outside of ourselves is holding that. And therefore, we're missing it. There's a lot of really um, deep lessons in that. I, I hope I said it as, as articulately as I wanted to. <laughs> Um, I'm hoping I'm passing it on in a way that can be heard. Now, what the heart asks that we explore further, based on this finish what you've started energy, is the seven of cups. So, we also have imagine. So these two go together, as I feel it. We have imagine under the deck. What you, what would you see, feel, think here in? What would you see, feel, think, and hear if your wish came true? So this idea of imagination at play. And then we have here, which is, you know, the Seven of Cups, which is uh, has a strong Neptunian influence of uh, fantasy. Um, your heart asks that you explore further. Here we are seeing it from behind the scenes as it, you know, uh, more traditional Rider-Waite-Smith deck, you would see it from behind here, but here we see it face on, and we see that there are people who are, who are worried. You know, what's he going to do? It's depicted here as a male. Um, but the heart asks that you explore further, rather than worry, like, is he gonna make a decision? Maybe it's this individual. Um, you know, uh, again, it's a he, uh, but it could be anyone who sort of holds a divine masculine energy or anything. And the heart says, but rather than worry, is he gonna make a decision or she or whatever, or am I, am I ever gonna make a decision? This could just as easily be you, feeling very stubborn and unable to budge for whatever reason during this particular week. Uh, the heart says, how fun to have all these options. Imagine what it would look like if I chose this or I chose that without the fear, without the judgment and the self-judgment that I would do it wrong if I picked one thing over another, or that they would be wrong if they picked one thing over another. 
play. The heart says play in this energy. Imagine. What would it what would you see, feel, think, or hear if your wish came true? What would you see, hear, feel, or think if you chose this option or that option or this option? Knowing that life is um, a continual uh, array of options. <laughs> uh, should I go left? Should I go right? Should I go straight? You know, should paper or plastic? <laughs> you know, this whole thing. And rather than be like, oh, I'm, you know, sometimes it can feel overwhelming to the ego. But the heart says, oh, how interesting. What will it be like if I choose this today and tomorrow I choose this one? There's no right or wrong in terms of spiritual understanding. So you can play in it more. Imagine. This is what the heart says. What would it feel like to, to make choices without the heavy self-judgment that somehow you made the right one or the wrong one? Either way, if you made the right one, the inference is that there was a wrong one. And if you made the wrong one, the inference is that somehow you made a mistake and therefore you're less than. So this is how self-judgment comes in and drives us crazy. Um, and the heart says, let's explore. You'll make, you'll make a decision or they'll make a decision at the exact right time. So in the meantime, play in the, in the fantasy and the joy of um, imagination of what life can be like, depending upon whatever choice you make. You know, finish what you started is the overarching theme. And if something's meant to be finished and done with, it will be. <laughs> uh, but it has to happen in a way that's um, organic. You know, you can't be pushed too hard. You know, here we have this egoic energy of, Someone may be trying to push something too quickly or push someone, and that um, creates situations where decisions are made that weren't quite ready to be made. And then many times what occurs is there's resentment or feelings of um, manipulation, like, oh, you forced me to make a decision too soon, this kind of thing. Wow, okay. <laughs> so then the um, what we can look forward to or expect regardless is the Queen of Wands. So it could be a fire sign involved, Aries, Leo, or Sagittarius um, in your life or you. Uh, but it's also an energy of uh, uh, friendship, someone who um, has your back, someone who is very inspirational, charismatic, um, a leader, right? But what we're seeing is behind the scenes of this individual. Remember that even though the Queen of Wands individual likes to be in the forefront, you know, behind her are loving individuals who support her. You know, so many times we look at women who are in charge and we think, wow, there's such amazing leaders, or I wish I could be more like her, more confident. You know, the Queen of Wands is an extremely confident individual. Um, knows herself, knows others, knows that she's supported, knows that she's meant to be in the light, right? But behind her, uh, you know, many times we think, oh, she's, you know, she's got all that going on. But of course, there are people behind her who love her and support her. And remember that this Queen of Wands individual also uh, leads because she wants to protect and support others. And behind her are these two beautiful women. Um, and, and a woman with what looks to be a child here, or a younger woman. And there's a basket of fruit. So this is something that we can look forward to throughout the week. How do we hold this energy and how do we support others who can be in the spotlight knowing that we are doing our job as well? We are nurturing the youth. We are nourishing others. Not everyone can be center stage all the time. And we, all, we often move in and out of these roles. And, you know, during this week, especially we have this idea of finish what you've started. And then we have the, the underlying energy of the Queen of Wands 
um, you know, it's okay sometimes to let someone else be in the spotlight while we are behind the scenes making sure everything works fine. Finish what you've started. Well, sometimes finishing what you started is taking care of the smaller details behind the, the big show, so to speak, of life. And this is a thread that runs throughout the week. It's not like an outcome card necessarily. It's just kind of what we can expect um, throughout the week. We do have the Nine of Pentacles under the deck. We have another Nine under that, the Nine of Cups. Um, two Nines for me always do refer to something, issues from the past, um, which is really interesting because we have finished what you started and this idea of the return here. Um, something coming back that maybe never quite had a chance to get off, off the ground. And maybe it's because uh, what was going on wasn't supported enough, you know, in the background. Maybe the reason it wasn't finished initially was there just wasn't enough support for it. Uh, so this is something to think about. But anyway, so the Nine of Pentacles, uh, lovely energy of um, abundance, independence, returns, early returns. It is under the deck. I feel like it's less about early returns, so in this case, because there may have been quite a wait here. Uh, we see here with the Nine of Pentacles under the deck that she is, has her garden, and she's very abundant here. But she's also looking towards others, and she has her, her falcon here. So she's wanted to communicate with others. And even though she's an individual who uh, is very self-sufficient, there is a desire to reach out to the group here um, to finish possibly books, something that wasn't quite ready to be finished. So such interesting energy. I hope that it it makes sense <laughs> in the way that I've discussed it. It's kind of fun working with cards that I'm not, I don't work with that often because it does uh, give me a different perspective on things. But anyway, I hope that you find that interesting and um, you know, can identify that egoic energy in your own lives as well as a heart-centered energy and you can play with it more and um, identify it more quickly so that you can drop into the heart space more and have a more peaceful experience during the week. So I will see you next week or maybe at your private tarot or Reiki appointment or I do have the uh, Sloan Academy online courses and the subscription service for the Life Purpose videos that I put up there. There's a free 30-day trial. And I will be doing the love readings at the end of July, as well as the three-month life purpose readings uh, at the end of July as well. All right. Much love to you. Hope you have a good week.